Welcome back, everybody. It's the We Don't Want to Grow Up podcast. I'm Pete. And I'm Stacey. We're here for some more spooky content. It's our month of scares. <laughs> well, we already covered favorite Halloween TV sitcoms, favorite Halloween teen dramas, and now it's time for our favorite animated Halloween episodes or specials. This was one I hadn't thought of before. It was fun to go through these. I hadn't really thought, oh. What animated TV specials are there out there? But these were a good time. They were. Our problem was that we started watching them a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> and we've just kind of been sporadically watching them. So when it came time to sit down and like pick favorites, we had a hard time because we didn't remember details of the ones that we watched early days. So that paired with the fact that not all of these episodes had characters in costumes. Not all of these episodes had pranks. You know, it was hard to do the same categories that we've done for the previous two episodes. Yeah, we had all these categories that were just useless for this. But thanks to you, we've got a new plan. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> so basically, we're just going to tell you what we watched, give you a little summary, and then we are going to list them from our least favorite to our favorite. I like this plan. Okay. So first of all, many, many, many people mentioned The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror episodes. There are so many of them. We just kind of cherry-picked a few. We watched one from season one, which was Bad Dream House, which is a spoof of The Poltergeist and Amityville Horror, and that was in 1990. I love that house, by the way. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Then we watched one from season six. The Shinning. The Shinning, which is obviously a spoof of. The Shining. That aired in 94. And then in season seven, there was Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace, which is a spoof of A Nightmare on Elm Street. And it was in 95. I feel like they do Treehouse of Horror every year. So yes. I, I feel like we probably left out around 30. But, right. We know, did. We got limited time. Mm-hmm. So if yours wasn't on the list, sorry. <laughs> Honestly, I just picked some that I knew would be familiar to us. I mean, many of them were familiar, but they were also nostalgic. Yeah. We then had Garfield's Halloween Adventure from 1985. This is a night. This is a night. So fun. That was such a good one. It follows Garfield and Odie on their adventures to get candy, and they end up on like an island with some ghost pirates. It's actually quite scary. And that's ironic because they are dressed as pirates. They are. For trick-or-treating. Mm -hmm. Then, of course, we had to watch It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. which came out in 1966. As I think everyone knows, it's mostly around Linus, who is determined to wait all night in a pumpkin patch for the Great Pumpkin to appear. The Great Pumpkin is basically his Santa Claus. Yeah, it's Halloween Santa. Which I like that idea. And because he is 
just hellbent on (laughs) staying there, he misses out on going trick-or-treating into a Halloween party with all of his friends. And just a reminder to people, this is on Apple TV Plus in 4K. So it's actually quite good on there as far as quality goes. It is. I know that a lot of people were upset because it didn't air on cable like it has every year forever last year. And I think that they either already have aired it this year or they're going to because I've seen several people posting about it. I think they did put it back on air because of the outrage, yeah. which I get. But I understand too, like make it available in both spots. Like if I want to watch it in lower quality, I'll watch it on broadcast TV. If I want to watch it in its original glory, (laughs) I'll watch it on Apple TV+. Plus. I like the tradition, the idea of people actually sitting down and watching it as it airs. Yes. It's lovely. This one and the Rankin and Bass ones at Christmas. Yes. And a Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah. And the Charlie Brown Christmas as Mm -hmm. well. Those can all be watched as they air. No DVRing, commercials, all of it. Yeah. It's great. We don't ever do that, but that's because we have access to all of them. We're just recommending that for our friends in the audience. (laughs) (laughs) Then we watched Gem and the Holograms, Trick or Tech Rat. What a name. Yes. I was sold at the name. (laughs) I love me some tech rat. So this aired in 1987. Gem and the Holograms are trying to fix up an old opera house, which is about to be shut down. And they find out it might be haunted. Yeah. A lot of spooky things start happening. Mm -hmm. This episode was fun because like, we got to see them at the Starlight Mansion watching scary movies with the girls. And then at the opera house, we get to see them all in costume, which is great. Yes. But as per usual, old Eric Raymond is behind it all. He's up to no good. He even had the misfits fooled on this one. He did. Everybody thought this place was haunted. It was a good episode, though. It's a fun one to go back and watch. And a good callback to when we first started the podcast. (laughs) We were watching Jem all the way through. Every single episode. Every episode. Good times. So next up. We tried really hard to find a good Alvin and the Chipmunks Halloween episode. I feel like there are better ones than this, but for some reason, I just was hitting wall after wall when I was searching. Yeah, it was a bunch of swings and misses. (laughs) We started watching one and then we discovered it was from like 1994, which we knew neither one of us had seen because we were in high school at the time. Yeah, I wasn't watching any cartoons in high school. Right. So we really wanted to... (laughs) (laughs) I like that you thought I was serious. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Well, I I don't think I was at that point. You know, I do now, openly. 94 was probably on the edge of when I stopped watching cartoons. I was definitely watching cartoons in 10th grade. I mean, maybe Beavis and Butthead. Daria, well, Daria hadn't started yet. I think I was watching like Captain Hook and the Pirates in like 10th grade. Really? Yeah. I thought when you mentioned that on our favorite cartoons episode, you were talking about something you watched when you were a child. No. (laughs) That's hilarious. I love it. I can remember being in my private school, my bougie private school, (laughs) with a buddy of mine. I think it was in 10th grade, and we were both doing the voices of Captain Hook. We loved Captain Hook and how he spoke to Mr. Smee. I'm pretty sure that was 10th grade. That's cute. So anyway, we landed on this episode from 1988 called Babysitter Fright Night. Yeah, 
because we thought, okay, this sounds scary. It wasn't really that scary. It wasn't. Basically, Dave has to work all night, so he gets the boys a babysitter. Well, first of all, Dave is jacked. Yeah, he'd been lifting weights, I think. Yeah, he was like all swole up. Like he'd be walking around and he looked like he was all tensed up and super muscly. Just like <laughs> Really filling out that sweater. Yoked up there, Dave. <laughs> but yeah, their babysitter comes in and they're thinking they're going to be able to get away with stuff. Like Simon's going to be able to work on his project in the backyard. Theodore can eat anything he wants and Alvin can stay up late and watch a scary movie on TV. There was a marathon on that Alvin wanted to watch, and he thought he was going to be able to watch the whole thing. And that, to me, was like the carrot on the end of the stick that, oh, we're going to get to see some of this marathon. Yeah, no. Yeah, we don't see the marathon. But the babysitter comes in. She's like a hard ass. They're afraid of her. They're trying to sneak around and still watch. Like they set up this whole contraption to still watch the show, but she catches them. And they start to run away. It's this whole thing. It ends up that she's actually a nice person. She is very nice. She ends up making them a cake and they stay up. And did they stay up and watch the show? I feel like that's what they said. I think they did stay up and watch the show. We didn't get to see it. They just said that they did it. Right. But anyway, it was all right, but it wasn't very Halloween-y. It was not. Then we watched Scooby-Doo, The Headless Horseman of Halloween from 1976. Which, to me, is a lot of fun because I love anything Headless Horseman. Yeah. So the gang is enjoying a Halloween costume party with their friend, who just so happens to be a descendant of Ichabod Crane. What are the odds? What are the odds? And then, of course, their fun turns into a nightmare (laughs) when the Headless Horseman shows up. And there's a chase, of course, there's some scares, and there's also somebody getting caught in the end and darning those kids. (laughs) They would have gotten away with it if it weren't for you darn kids. Lots of mystery solving going on. Then we watched 1979's The Flintstones Meet Rockula and Frankenstone. I am so happy that we found this one. This was one of the last ones that we watched. You actually fell asleep during it. I enjoyed the parts that I was awake for, though. (laughs) I was actually enthralled in this one. (laughs) It felt like a movie, which maybe it kind of was, because it definitely was longer than a regular episode. So I guess it was like a Halloween special. Where did we watch this? Oh, Boomerang. Yes. This is on Boomerang. So Fred and Barney win a trip at the game show, Make a Deal or Don't, which is obviously like, let's make a deal. Everyone in the audience is dressed up in costumes. Mm -hmm. And the four of them are there, Fred and Wilma and Barney and Betty. So they end up winning this trip to visit a haunted castle for a Halloween party that belonged to Rockula, you know, (laughs) who, as far as they know, is no longer with us. Yeah, I feel like he's been gone for hundreds of years. Right. So it's just like a fun haunted castle to go visit. They get there. They're all pumped up for their night of partying. They go get on their costumes, which, by the way, they all have great costumes. But Betty's Bride of Frankenstein costume is goals. Yeah, it was amazing. It's almost as good as Felicity's. I would agree with that. Her hair is wild. It's on point. So, you know, they end up getting into a lot of shenanigans when they realize that the real Rockula and Frankenstone have woken up from their hundreds of years sleep. So much happens in this episode. It's a lot of fun. Also, like Wilma is badass. She takes no crap from anybody. I love her. 
I love at the end when she kind of agrees to be with Rockula. Yeah, she's tricking him. For she's sure. tricking him and then starts ordering him around. And it's like four minutes of ordering around. And he's just like, (laughs) I'm leaving. I'm I'm out of here. (laughs) Never mind. Yeah. She's doing like the typical, quote unquote, wife nagging. She's got an extensive honeydew list. Right. And he's like, "Uh, no, thank you. Yeah. I loved this episode and I will add it into our yearly Halloween watching. Yeah, it's in there now. Permanently. And then last up, we have Daria, Legends of the Mall. From 2000. Yes, this was in season four of Daria. It's not really a Halloween episode. It popped up when I searched Daria Halloween episodes. It's kind of basically like different characters on the show tell tales of suburban legends. And all of the stories are, I don't know, we weren't too thrilled with this one. I feel like I was scrolling through my phone a bit on this episode. About a quarter of the way through. Well, yeah. And some of the stories were just a little problematic. And as much as I remember loving Daria, and I do want to go back and watch all of the episodes of Daria, but like just the whole first story was something that would never fly now. Yeah. I mean, it's about like body image issues and stuff like that. So, you know, it was one that we could take or leave. I would leave it. Leave it. (laughs) (laughs) Not even take it at all. What was funny to me was I remember Daria being much earlier than this. I thought Daria was on at the same time that Beavis and Butthead was originally. Yeah. That, was there any crossover? Maybe just like I feel like the a last year. year. Yeah, Maybe like two. 97. They ended in 97 and Daria started in 97. Yeah, that's right. All right. So what is your number 10, your least favorite episode? My least favorite is Daria. Yeah. Legends of the Mall. <laughs> there just wasn't a lot of Halloween in this episode, to be honest with you, and I was a little bored. That's almost what I chose, but I actually went with the Alvin and the Chipmunks episode. And I really think it's because they didn't sing. We didn't really get anything. Did they sing? I think they sang once. <gasps> oh, they did they sing did. when yeah. they were cleaning up. Mm-hmm. All right. I take it back. They did sing, but still, I just obviously that wasn't that memorable to me. And I love Alvin and the Chipmunks. And this episode just kind of left me feeling blah. Yeah, it was pretty dull overall. So I don't blame you. And also, again, no Halloween feeling, Mm -hmm. really. My number nine is Alvin and the Chipmunks. (laughs) So I totally agree with you. That was like give or take. Either one of those are my last episode. All right. Same here. My number nine is Daria. Again, I was shocked because I really just thought, oh, Daria is going to beat them all because it's 90s and I just... Love her dry sense of humor and all of that. But yeah, it definitely... It was weak. It was weak. But to be fair, it wasn't meant to be a Halloween episode. I think it aired in the summertime. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so you just wanted me to watch Daria. No, that's what popped up when I searched for Daria Halloween episodes. I think it's because that's the one that was closest to like scary stories. It was like urban legends or suburban legends. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, my top eight are actually kind of difficult because I enjoyed all of them. I did too, but there are tough choices and there has to be a reason why you chose the way you did. Well, 
I think this is going to surprise you. My number eight is Scooby-Doo, the Headless Horseman of Halloween. That does surprise me. I can't believe that I have that ranked higher than you do. I know, but I had so much trouble ranking these eight. I was like, well, I feel like I enjoyed Scooby-Doo a little less than the rest. You, But you seem to really be enjoying yourself for that episode. I did. I loved this episode. I loved all eight of these episodes. All right. All right. I could probably put two through eight all together in one level as a tie, but I won't because I'm not allowed to do that. You're not. And I don't feel that way. That's fine. That's not your list. (laughs) I think I put them down there because, I mean, I don't know. There's no trick or treating. (laughs) Oh, wait. There's no trick or treating anywhere in here. But you. Oh, wait. Charlie Brown and Garfield. Garfield. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about them later. You did comment on Daphne's Halloween costume, though. She looked great. (laughs) But that was not enough to put them up on the list. Okay, my number eight was The Simpsons' Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace. What? Listen, I think it's mostly because of all the ones that we watched. This is the one I remember the least. And I love A Nightmare on Elm Street, but I don't remember much about it. I know that, that it was like a spoof on Freddy, but like... Willie was great. Willie was like rolling around as a giant spider. He was a tractor. They were all stuck in his dreamscape. I know. And they were, but they were like killing kids and stuff. Well, sometimes kids got to die in movies (laughs) and shows. (laughs) I mean, I know. I know that that's the concept behind A Nightmare on Elm Street, but that's just not my favorite plot. Okay. (laughs) So that's why it's down there. Okay. In comparison to all the rest. I accept, I suppose. Moving on. Number seven for me, Gem and the Holograms, Trick or Tech Rat? <gasps> I can't believe you. I mean, this was a good Halloween episode. It just was not quite as good as the rest of these. But it was a great Gem episode overall. I really enjoyed it. Yes. My number seven is Scooby-Doo. Again, you know, I appreciated getting to watch Scooby-Doo. I love all of them. And we even got to see Scooby-Dumb. Scooby-Dumb was in there. I had forgotten about. I love Scooby-Dumb. I loved seeing them all in costume. You know who wasn't in there? Scrappy-Doo. I wonder, does he come later? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I mean, this was from 76, so. This cartoon is a little older than me. Mm -hmm. This was in season one. Mm Mm-hmm. But there was this whole thing when they were trying to catch the person who was posing as the Headless Horseman, and it was a little elaborate. With the plane? Yeah. Yeah. Not the best part. It went on a little long. It did. So because of that, that is why Scooby-Doo is my number seven. All right. My number six, The Simpsons, Bad Dream House. What? I'm just kidding. To me, I really enjoyed the Simpsons episodes pretty much equally. So it's difficult for me to put this at number six, but I really enjoyed this episode. They were fun. Anything with the Amityville house, count me in. And Poltergeist. And Poltergeist. Wrapped wrapped in one. Wrapped all in one. I loved how they started to have like a conversation with the house and they were reasoning with it and they were going to live together and all coexist. I was like, oh, that's how it should be. (laughs) My number six was Jam and the Holograms, Trick or Tech Rat. Oh, wow. Honestly, this is not my favorite Gem and the Holograms episode. Like, there are so many others that I love more than this one, other than the fact that they're dressed up in costume. Like, the music in it's not that great. They're saying it's fun to be scared. Yeah. I'm like, it's not always fun to be scared. (laughs) Sometimes it's fun to be scared. (laughs) Sometimes it is. I mean, I'm a girl who loves a horror movie. But, like, if someone is actually trying to hurt me or there's a, a literal ghost in my house or something, like... It's not a good time. (laughs) To be scared. It's not a good time. Anywhere. 
<laughs> You're making up your own song. Yeah, that's my gem song for the day. <laughs> this is the actual song. I mean, it's pretty close. Pretty close. <laughs> All right, number five, The Simpsons, Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace. <laughs> I thought this was really well done, a great spoof of Nightmare on Elm Street, and I love me some Willie. <laughs> I did like how they even threw in the spider thing at the end yeah. and all that. It was pretty funny. I love that he came running into the classroom with all the parents who just let him burn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> I forgot about that. See, if we had rewatched these before we did this, yeah. maybe my answers would be different. But it's, Listen, it's been like a month since it, we watched it. It has. It's 10 episodes times 30 minutes. Quick math tells me that's what? You're five at, hours. You're asking me for quick math. <laughs> I don't know. Is that five hours? I don't know. <laughs> Every two episodes is an hour. So, yeah, five hours. Plus, we've watched a lot of movies in the meantime as well. We have. We've been busy. Busy bees. Okay. My number five is The Simpsons Bad Dream House. Okay. Like anything where you're where you have all five members of the Simpson family in a circle with butcher knives <laughs> or with kitchen knives trying to kill each other, including Maggie. Well, I thought it was only four because Marge came in and yelled at everybody. Oh, yeah, she did. But so there was a circle of four of them all about to kill each other. <laughs> And that happened like right away. You know, it's so funny, like with Amityville, but then you throw in poltergeists and you've got stuff flying everywhere. And I love too how the house ended up kicking them out. It did. It's like, and yeah, you like, can't be disappeared. here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want them. All right. Number four, The Simpsons, The Shinning. Yes. <laughs> and they're careful to call it The Shinning. I don't know that they could get the rights to say The Shining or they just wanted to be funny and call it The Shinning. <laughs> But I, I enjoy watching Homer go through a very quick descent into madness. And then he kind of comes back. But it was a good watch for sure. Agree. My number four is Garfield's Halloween Adventure. Say what? I know. And you know I love Garfield. I could watch Garfield all day long. I love Odie. I loved seeing them in costume and going trick-or-treating and their little musical numbers. Mm -hmm. But they kind of lost me when they went to the haunted house. I just wasn't that excited about that. I wanted to see more Halloween fun, like trick-or-treating and stuff. I didn't want to see them go where there's some weird old man and they keep Weird? He's scary. He's a scary old man. I know. But I'm just like, why are you getting on this boat and going to this island? It's silly. Why Don't get Odie into this trouble, Garfield? Because Garfield wanted more candy. And then they dropped their oars, so they were just at the mercy of the sea. And they ended up on this island, which has a scary old man on it, who told them a story about these ghost pirates. Yeah, I know. But that's just not up my alley, okay? I would rather them have just gone trick-or-treating and then gone home to John, eaten their candy, had some lasagna, curled up in their bed with their blanket, and gone to sleep that's my idea okay of a perfect garfield halloween adventure All like right. that's actually a little too adventurous for garfield i liked it but i accept your answer something that would have made it better if there was a cameo by the ants oh we're the ants who steal your dinner oh we're the ants who I mean, they 
have made it Halloween friendly, you know, like we're the ants who steal your candy, you know, we're always here to brighten up your day. (laughs) (laughs) All right. My number three, the Flintstones meet Rockula and Frankenstone. That's impressive that it's so high up when you slept through most of it. I did not sleep through most of it. (laughs) I slept through a tiny portion of the end. I saw the majority of this episode and I really liked it. All right. For the reasons that we stated earlier, but I love Fred and Barney getting into trouble. And I also liked Rockula. I mean, just he was relentless trying to get at Wilma and she was having none of it. (laughs) My number three is The Simpsons, The Shinning. Okay. This is where it started getting really tough for me Mm -hmm. because I really loved this. It was just all so spot on. There were just so many great moments, great shining moments, you know, like, hello. I mean, just the part with. Homer at the bar. With Mo. Yes. Yeah. And he's like the, you know, robot guy. And and then, you know, you had the twins. You had Maggie spelling out red rum in her blocks. Yeah. I love Homer in the freezer. Mo's trying to get him out to like, Homer, you got to finish the job. He's like, can't murder. Eating. <laughs> <laughs> You've got Bart cutting through the maze mm-hmm. <laughs> so that he can get through it easily. And then at the end, the whole family is outside freezing. And Homer could finally watch TV because he found this like little portable television. Yeah. I don't remember how it all came about. But. Well, yeah, that's what drove him crazy. He didn't have any beer yes. and he didn't have any television. Right. And he started going crazy. And I think he like wrote that on the walls. That was like the crazy part. Yes. He's like, no TV and no beer makes Homer something. And poor Marge, just worried for everyone. Mm-hmm. All right. My number two, it's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. This is such a classic cartoon. 1966. And it's still so much fun to watch. I always root for Linus. I forget sometimes that the great pumpkin doesn't show up. Yeah. And I feel so bad for him. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. But I can't remember if there's like another episode or was there a comic strip where he actually does meet the great pumpkin. I feel like at some point he meets the great pumpkin. That seems familiar. We should look into that. We should. We have not yet. Mm-mm. We have not yet refreshed our memories, but we will. If you know, let us know. Please do. My number two is the Flintstones meet Rockula and Frankenstone. Like I said before, I just loved this episode. I was glued to the TV, even though this guy was snoozing a little bit (laughs) and we were snuggled up. And normally if I know he's asleep, I'm out usually. But I was like, just (laughs) I was here for it. (laughs) Yeah. I wanted to know what happened. And just the fact that they had this really fun costume party and everybody was dancing and like Wilma and Betty were ready to go for the night. It was midnight and they were going out. And it was just funny to think of them going out at midnight. Fred and Barney ditched them because they were getting tired. Fred and Barney were falling asleep on the dance floor. They were Mm -hmm. very disappointing. Yeah. And Betty and Wilma were very attentive wives because they took them back to their rooms, tucked them into bed, but they also stayed with them and just went to bed where they wanted to stay and dance the night away. Yeah, they were not ready to hang it up. And I'm like, if I had a friend with me that was still wanting to stay up, I would go tuck you in and then go back out. Yeah, like go to bed. And we're going to go back out. We're usually pretty understanding about that sort of thing. We are. If one of us is ready to go to bed, but the other's not. Because, you know, I mean, I hit that wall. Yeah. Sometimes. So I get it with Fred and Barney. Sometimes you hit that wall. Yeah, I get that too. But. But I want you to stay out and enjoy yourself. Right. 
So anyway, you know, it's also like the fun of this castle having all of these secret passageways and doors that drop and slides. and. <laughs> yeah, it's like a classic castle. Yes. Because it is Dracula, or I'm sorry, Rockula's castle. <laughs> but yeah, I highly recommend watching this if you haven't seen it, because it's a lot of fun. I still can't tell if you can watch it for free on Boomerang. I feel like we signed up for like a seven day trial, but then I didn't sign in somewhere and we could still watch it. So <laughs> you might be able to watch it for free. So you go check it sure out. Make sure you cancel that. Yeah, I do. All right. And my number one, there's only one left. Garfield's Halloween Adventure. <laughs> I thought you might choose this one. This one brought me so much joy. I love Garfield's plan for trick-or-treating. Like, he's just bringing Odie along basically as an extra bag. He's going to eat <laughs> all his candy, and then they, they get in this rowboat like we talked about previously so he could go across the river and get even more candy. They get stranded on that island. They meet the scary old man who tells him a really scary story. For children watching this originally, this had to be terrifying. Yeah, I was thinking that because I have memories of this, Ditto. but I don't remember that part of it. I remember the ghosts. Maybe I blocked it out. Because the pirate ghosts show up towards the end. I remember them as being pretty scary at a young age. I don't really remember the old man. Not really, but he's scary still. Yeah. Overall, I really, really loved this episode. So it is my number one. <laughs> my number one is It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. I knew it. And mostly it wins because of the pure nostalgia. I was saying to you, and I think we probably said this when we watched A Charlie Brown Christmas, but nothing on this list feels more like my childhood than hearing the score by Vince Guaraldi. I think Vince that's how G. You, Vince <laughs> G. It's always been Guaraldi in my mind, but I'm not sure. Apologies. And just hearing the characters' voices, it's so... I, I, it's just like that magic pill that you take that zaps you back to childhood. Yeah. Hearing Snoopy laugh. Mm -hmm. He has the best laugh ever. <laughs> Hearing Sally go off on Linus. Yeah. She's so upset that she missed out on trick-or-treating. Oh, wait, wait. Tricks or treats. Tricks or treats. <laughs> oh, and Lucy, you know, swiping that football from Charlie Brown. All of it. It's so good. The only part that takes me out of it is when Snoopy is like pretending that he's in World War One. Yeah, he's fighting the Red Baron. Well, I don't even know if he's fighting the Red Baron in there. I assume it's the Red Baron, but he's the World War One flying ace and he's on his doghouse. And yeah, there's like no Halloween going on at that point. Yeah. And it just goes on a bit too long. Yeah. It's like 10 minutes. And it kind of loses you a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I have like vague memories of that as a child, but I'm sure that I also zoned out when I was a kid. Right. Or I just didn't understand what was going on. I was like, what does this have to do with Halloween? But I love Snoopy, so I don't care. Well, we went and looked. Charles Schultz was born in like 1922. So it's got to be that he just, he was romanticizing World War One when he was a child. And I, I wonder if that's what feeds into what you see Snoopy doing. I mean, that has to be it. Otherwise, I don't know why you would think to put that into a child's cartoon. Mm. But 
even with all that, it's just the best. Like seeing them put on their very basic ghost and witch costumes, you know, with the mask and then the the sheets for the ghost. They're being mean to Charlie Brown, you know, drawing on his head as the model for the pumpkin. He's so excited. Yeah, he's so excited to be the model. (laughs) And then he's mad for Charlie Brown. But this wins just because it's pure nostalgia. I love it so much. I can't disagree with you. All right. Let us know if you've watched all of these, if there's any more you would add to the list. And stay tuned for the last of our spooky season content. It's coming to a close soon. We only have a couple weeks left. When this comes out, we'll probably be right at the end. I'm sad about it already. I feel like we've really put our best foot forward this spooky season. though. We have. We're doing our best. It's all we can do. All right. So if you're not already following us on Instagram, you can find us at We Don't Want to Grow Up Pod. You can join our Facebook group, which has changed names. It is now called The Cozy Club dash fans of We Don't Want to Grow Up. We're slowly growing over there. We have some great mods, Joanna and Stephanie, that are helping us out, starting conversations. So come over there. It's a good time. It is. We're on TikTok at We Don't Want to Grow Up. You can email us at we don't want to grow up at gmail.com. If you'd like to help support the podcast and all of our other endeavors, you can become a member of our Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash we don't want to grow up. There you can gain access to bonus episodes and soon to be extra content. Another way you can support us is by giving us a five-star rating if you listen on Apple Podcasts and leaving us a nice review. You may listen on other platforms and maybe there's another way that you could rate us or review us there. So if there is, please do so. Those numbers do matter. So if you could do that, we would really appreciate it. Also, you could help spread the word by sharing about it with your friends and family and on your social media platforms with your followers. See you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.